Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I am your host today. Uh, today we are in episode 23.3 and it is Acts chapter 24. Um, so welcome and thank you for being here. Um, I always am thankful that we're able to uh, read together and uh, share uh, in what God has to uh, reveal to us. Um, I, I got to confess that I did, I, I always read one chapter ahead, but I couldn't stop because it was so intriguing to me what was going on with Paul. So I kept going. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, feel free to read on. Uh, you know, uh, I felt when I originally started reading the Bible two years ago, consistently uh, with my friend Sharon, um, it was very intimidating to me, and I I just thought I'm so dumb and I, I can't figure this out and it's so hard to read and uh, you know I think I mentioned that originally way back in the day when I was first introduced to the Bible this was even before I got saved um, somebody gave me a New King James uh, no it wasn't even New King James it was just a King James uh, Bible and I found it so incredibly hard to read and I think that we don't even realize how strong the enemy is but I think that he kind of makes you feel like it's hard to read I think he gets into your head and I think that he kind of like convinces you that it's not something we can read but <clears throat> what I'm finding is that the more I read it the easier it it becomes and so um, and to me I'm reading this which is so incredible it's the birth of the the church um, but what I'm also finding is that in the Old Testament it's like it's so action-packed it's like reading an action novel you know I'm reading about David and he's you know uh, escaping from Saul and he's on the run and Saul is like you know crazy and he's like going after him and it's like, you know, today I'm reading and like Saul is on one side of the mountain and David's on the other and Saul's about you know, ready to, you know, capture him and kill him. And, you know, something happens or the Philistines are starting to attack. And so Saul has to leave and go back. It's like, you know, so I'm reading that today with with Paul going on trial. And I find it so, <clears throat> again, it's not an action packed thing, but it's more of a like a legal drama going on and it just to me you know God uh, reveals himself in the way that you can relate to him and understand him I think and so for me I'm reading this as a, a, it's like an action-packed you know legal drama you know with Paul on drama you know on, on trial and anyway um, so I, I I'm just finding it just increasingly um, intriguing, I guess. I guess I keep, it just keeps my mind wanting to keep reading more and find out the rest of the story. So uh, anyway, uh, that was just my little blip about don't be intimidated by <clears throat> reading your Bible. Uh, it's, it's not hard. And, um, you know, different versions are, you know, different and you'll get different accounts of it <clears throat> so 
I don't know. I just, I just, I encourage you to keep on this track with me. Um, I, I'm so thankful that there are people out there that are listening and, uh, and getting it. And, uh, it's, to me, this is just, um, you know, God's way of getting his word out there. And I hope that this flourishes. I hope that it keeps going. And so, um, anyway, all right. So, uh, I just wanted to give that little something that says I moved on. I, I cheated a little bit. I went ahead and <laughs> I read the rest of the story. So I finished out Acts, but there is still four. Uh, yeah, there's four more chapters and we're done with Acts. So, uh, yay. I mean, that's awesome. Um, so, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry. It happens every time I start to do this. I, I get the <clears throat> raspiness, you know, so I'm just going to push through. So uh, we're going to start out in prayer and um, thank God for all he does for us. And then we'll dive right into chapter 24. <clears throat> Holy and heavenly Father, we come to your throne humbled by your presence and we're humbled by all that you do and your magnificence. You are magnified and you are glorified and we love you so much and we're so thankful that you love us and you provide for us you take care of us and we know that everything comes from you and so lord i just i ask you to lift this moment up and help us to dive in and understand exactly what it is that you want us to understand from these chapters Lord, we are especially grateful to you for sending your only son to this earth to become man, and his sole purpose was to die on the cross for our sins, and Lord, we're so thankful for that. So, um, you know, we, we, don't, we don't deserve it. We, we can't earn it. Uh, there's nothing we can possibly do to get the salvation that we receive from the blood of Jesus. So, Lord, I pray over this moment. I pray over all those who are out there listening and uh, reading and um, on the journey to uh, reading your, your holy word. Uh, bless them, take care of them, and uh, help them to receive what it is that you want them to understand from today. Give me the right words to say and uh, help me to to uh, get your word out into the world. <clears throat> Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we're going to do chapter 24 and I will remember to do the Proverbs afterwards. So I hope that's not taking up too much of anybody's time. So <clears throat> chapter 24, episode 23.3. Paul appears before Felix. Five days later, Ananias, the high priest, arrived with some of the Jewish elders and the lawyer, Tertullus, to present their case against Paul to the governor. When Paul was called in, Tertullus presented the charges against Paul in the following address to the governor. <clears throat> you have provided a long period of peace for us, uh, for us Jews, and with this, with foresight, have enacted reforms for us. 
For all of this, Your Excellency, we are very grateful to you, but I don't want to bore you, so please give me your attention for only a moment. We have found this man to be a troublemaker who is constantly stirring up riots among the Jews all over the world. He is a ringleader of the cult known as the Nazarenes. Furthermore, he was trying to desecrate the temple when we arrested him. You can find out the truth of our accusations by examining him yourself. Then the other Jews chimed in, declaring that everything Tertullus, Tertullus said was true. The governor then motioned for Paul to speak. Paul said, <clears throat> I know, sir, that you have been a judge of Jewish affairs for many years. So I gladly present my defense before you. You can quickly discover that I arrived in Jerusalem no more than 12 days ago to worship at the temple. My accusers never found me arguing with anyone in the temple, nor stirring up a riot in any synagogue or on the streets of the city. These men cannot prove the things they accuse me of doing. But I admit that I follow the way which they call a cult. I worship the God of our ancestors, and I firmly believe the Jewish law and everything written in the prophets. I have the same hope in God that these men have, that he will raise both the righteous and the unrighteous. Because of this, I always try to maintain a clear conscience before God and all people. After several years away, I returned to Jerusalem with money to aid my people and to uh, offer sacrifices to God. My accusers saw me in the temple as I was completing a purification ceremony. There was no crowd around me and no rioting. But some Jews from the province of Asia were there, and they ought to be here to bring charges if they have anything against me. Ask these men's I'm sorry, ask these men here what crime the Jewish High Council found me guilty of, except for the one time I shouted out, I am on trial before you today because I believe in the resurrection of the dead. At that point, Felix, who was quite familiar with the way, adjourned the hearing and said, wait until Lysias, the garrison commander, arrives, then I will decide the case. He ordered an officer to keep Paul in custody, but to him, I'm sorry, but to give him some freedom and allow his friends to visit him and take care of his needs. A few days later, Felix came back with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish. Sending for Paul, they listened as he told them about faith in Christ Jesus. As he reasoned with them about righteousness and self-control and the coming day of judgment, Felix became frightened. Go away for now, he replied, when it is more convenient. I'll call you, I'm sorry, when it is more convenient, I'll call you again. He also hoped that Paul would bribe him, so he sent for him quite often and talked with him. <clears throat> After two years went by in this way, Felix was succeeded by Portius Festus. And because Felix wanted to gain favor with the Jewish people, he left Paul in prison. So Paul was in prison for two years. That's so crazy. I'm sorry, I almost started reading on <laughs> to the next chapter, <laughs> but I won't, although it's it does get interesting. Uh, so I, I pretty much highlighted the whole thing just because it was so intriguing to me. But um, so they brought in uh, Tertullus, Tertullus uh, and uh, who is a lawyer, 
and he presents the charges against Paul. And he, all, he's, all he says was that we found him constantly stirring up riots among the Jews all over the world. Um, so I, I don't know what, you know, why they think that he should be killed because, you know, I guess because he was stirring up riots and the, the Romans have provided a long piece, period of peace. And here's this guy trying to stir up, I guess. Uh, so then, uh, Paul comes up and he says, uh, I, I know, sir, that you have been a judge of Jewish affairs for many years. Uh, so he knows how the Jew, the Jewish laws work. Uh, you can quickly discover that I arrived in Jerusalem no more than 12 days ago to worship at the temple. My accusers never found me arguing with anyone in the temple nor stirring up a riot. These men cannot prove the things they accuse me of. I mean, they can't prove it. You know, there's nobody, there's no witnesses. Uh, even the, the Jews that came in from Asia aren't there. So there's nobody there to, to prove that he's done anything wrong. The one thing he does admit is that he, I follow the way, which they, they call a cult. It's not a cult. But he worships the God of our ancestors and everything that's written in the prophets. Um, because of this, I always try to maintain a clear conscience before God and all people. He's, you know, he's living a good life. <clears throat> After several years away, I returned to Jerusalem with money to aid my people and to offer sacrifices. My accusers saw me in the temple as I was completing a purification ceremony. There was no crowd around me and there was no rioting. So, you know, they're accusing him of something that, uh, you know, is unfounded. Uh, he says, I am on trial before you today because I believe in the resurrection of the dead, which is what he said. You know, as a Pharisee, that's what they believe. So Felix says, let's wait till Lysias, Lysias, uh, the garrison commander who's protecting, who protected Paul <clears throat> to come. And during that time, uh, Paul gets to um, witness to him, but they get frightened of what he's telling them. So I don't know, I don't know what or why. And we never find out whether or not, I, I'm assuming that he never gets saved with his wife, Priscilla, Drusilla, whatever her name is, um, Drusilla. And then Felix goes away. He's succeeded by Porcius Festus uh, two years later, and he le and Paul's in prison for two years, which is crazy. So, so two years fast forward, and then we're going to get into chapter twenty-five, where uh, uh, Festus will hear his um, his defense. So. So for me, I'm sitting here, like I said, it's like, it's like a, you know, one of those movies you watch with the trial and the drama and, you know, that's the way I'm reading it. Um, but at the same time, we're also watching Paul be such a strong witness. And at every turn, he is claiming, I am a Christian. I'm a believer in Christ. I believe in the resurrection of, of the dead, of him. And, you know, uh, so he's not, he's not backing down, and he's standing by what he believes in, which is our example, is what we're all supposed to be doing. So 
you know, maybe that's our takeaway, you know, uh, you know, be a strong witness. Uh, don't back down and give God the glory for everything that you do, everything that happens to you, you know, give him the glory because it's all because of him. So, all right. Well, as always, good stuff. And so now I'm going to read the Proverbs for today. Uh, today is uh, the 8th of March. So, oops, what happened? Ah, sorry. Okay, there we go. Sorry. My window popped up there. My mouse moved. And anyway, all right. Uh, I am not, uh, you know, tech savvy. You all know that. <clears throat> so, all right. So today is Proverbs 8. Wisdom calls for a hearing. I'm sorry. I put my readers off there. Listen as wisdom calls out. Hear as understanding raises her voice. On the hilltop along the road, she takes her stand at the crossroads. By the gates at the entrance to the town, on the road leading in, she cries aloud, I call to you, to all of you. I raise my voice to all people. You simple people use good judgment. You foolish people show some understanding. Listen to me, for I have important things to tell you. Everything I say is right, for I speak the truth and detest every kind of deception. My advice is wholesome. There is nothing devious or crooked in it. My words are plain to anyone with understanding, clear to those with knowledge. Choose my instruction rather than silver and knowledge rather than pure gold, for wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with it. I, wisdom, live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. All who fear the Lord will hate evil. Therefore, I hate pride and arrogance, corruption and perverse speech. Common sense and success belong to me. Insight and strength are mine. Because of me, kings reign and rulers make just decrees. Rulers lead with my help and nobles make righteous judgments. I love all who love me. Those who search will, sur will surely find me. I have riches and honor as well as enduring wealth and justice. My gifts are better than gold, even the purest gold. My wages better than sil sterling silver. I walk in righteousness in paths of justice. Those who love me inherit wealth. I will fill their treasuries. The Lord formed me from the beginning before he created anything else. I was appointed in ages past at the very first before the world, I'm sorry, before the earth began. I was born before the oceans were created, before the springs bubbled forth their waters, before the mountains were formed, before the hills I was born, before he had made the earth and fields and the first handfuls of soil. I was there when he established the heavens, when he drew the horizons on the oceans. I was there when he set the clouds above, when he established springs deep in the earth. I was there when he set the limits of the seas, so they would not spread beyond their boundaries. And when he marked off the earth's foundations, I was the architect at his side. I was his constant delight, rejoicing always in his presence, and how happy I was with the world he created, how I rejoiced with the human family. And so my children, listen to me, 
for all who follow my ways are joyful. Listen to my instructions and be wise. Don't ignore it. Joyful are those who listen to me, watch for me daily at my gates, waiting for me outside my home. For whoever finds me finds life and receives favor from the Lord. But those who miss me injure themselves. All who hate me love death. All right. Well, I, um, you know, it's to me, you really don't have to discuss what Proverbs is saying. It's, it's like basically, uh, listen. I mean, she says it right at the beginning. Listen as wisdom calls out. Hear as understanding raises her voice. I mean, uh, you know, the wisdom that you receive from from Proverbs is is self-explanatory. You know, uh, listen. Learn, you know, I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. I love that word discernment. I don't know why. And a lot of times I can't remember it, which is really funny. I walk in righteousness in paths of justice. Those who love me inherit wealth. I will fill their treasuries. The Lord formed me from the beginning before he created anything else. You know, uh, I just, I just find that there's just so much richness, uh, and it just kind of inspires me to want to continue to be uh, just in in the presence of the Lord, just to continue to find wisdom in his words. So um, always good stuff. And, um, you know, keep reading, keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. That's all I can say. Um, so we are uh, almost at the end here. Uh, I, <clears throat> as always, will give you the opportunity if you haven't received Christ as your uh, Lord and Savior, if you haven't brought him into your heart uh, and declared him as Lord over your life, uh, here is your moment. And uh, I, I will say the prayer. <clears throat> this has to come from your heart. Uh, I'm not the one to do it. It's all about Jesus and the Holy Spirit coming into you. So if you're ready to do that, uh, I encourage you to say the prayer. And for you believers out there, uh, feel free to say it as well. <clears throat> Holy God, Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus, your one and only son. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the brotherhood and sisterhood of uh, Christ. You uh, now know uh, for sure, for sure, for sure where you're going uh, because you've accepted Christ. You accept, accept him in, into your heart and, uh, and you're believing that Jesus is uh, the way and he is the bridge to, to, to the Father. That's, he's the only way. I am the way, the, the, the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is the way it is. And um, I'm so thankful that uh, he did it for me, you know. So we encourage you, uh, Jeremiah and I encourage you to uh, get to somebody who can uh, help you and direct you uh, on this new life. And uh, 
live your life according to uh, what Christ would want you to do. Figure out what your mission is and, um, and do it. Um, get to a church, join a ministry, um, start a Bible study, uh, volunteer. So many, so many ways you can uh, get out there and uh, get the word out. So uh, that's it for today. Uh, I am so thankful again for you uh, being here, uh, being a part of this, and you're on this journey with us. And we will continue through the book of Acts. Uh, and then we will continue on into Romans, which I'm very excited about. So God bless you, whatever time it is today that you are listening to this. Um, take care, and we will see you tomorrow.